Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Well, hello, hello. Welcome once again to our weekly podcast. I'm your host, Minister Joy Lewis, and you're listening to Free on the Inside, a internet program to inform you about all the good things that God has for you, to encourage you that you can be useful in His kingdom, and to challenge you to be all you can be. I would just like to encourage you to continue the journey which God has started you on. I'd like to encourage you that it's not all about you. It's about someone else. It's about your family, friends, and loved ones. The reason you're here today and you're able to do the thing that you do. I want to encourage you never to give up on God, and God will never give up on you. I'm excited, as always, about what's going on in the kingdom. I'm excited about how God continues to use me, wake me up in the morning, and start me on my way, how he's allowing me to continue the journey which he has for me to do, uh, to be on, how he's allowed me to be here and do what I do for him. But I wanted to let you know some things that's going on in the ministry. I want to do a little um, uh, cleaning off my little notepad here and just inform you about what's happening. On the second of us, uh, October, we have an outing. We do a street ministry. It's in the southern part of Dallas, so please uh uh, make note of that. A street ministry is from uh, 9 to 12. Uh, please reach out to me by Facebook or you can uh, uh, email me at joylewis.com or you can uh, message me on the uh, face, uh, Facebook app. Just send me a message. And uh, what we'd like you to do if you would like to be a part of this ministry, just come on out. Give me a call. Contact me. Bring something with you. We don't need your resources because our Father in Heaven got all the resources we need. But we would love your participation if you have a desire come out. If you can't bring anything, just come on out and just support what we're doing. You know, it's a great ministry, and I bet you'll have fun doing it also, okay? And guess what? It might be a life out there that only you can touch. I might be busy doing something else. I might not be the one, but maybe you that one. Maybe you that one that can give comfort and clarity to a man or woman that's struggling in some issues there, amen? We don't know what those things can be, but guess what? God have need of you. You know, he told Peter that. He said, hey, Peter, 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 you know, the enemy came up to me, and he said, hey, I want Peter. And, you know, but he said, Peter, I prayed for you. Me and the Satan, we had a conversation, and I told him he couldn't have you. But if you do slip and fall, Peter, it ain't the end. Uh, you can get up, Peter. But when you do get up, you're the strength of your brother. Oh, I love that. I love that. But we fall down, but we get up. Hey, man, free on the inside mission what we're talking about, but restoring, being recovered, going on about doing what we've been called to do. And, you know, and that's, and that's uh, part of our street ministry that's coming up here on the 8th of uh, October. So please make note of that. The time is from 9 to 12. Come on out and see what God is up to. And then on the 22nd of that same month of October, we're doing our annual feeding, feeding the multitude. That's where we have been blessed to go down to one of our local centers, the shelters, rather, and be able to feed the residents down there. We've been doing that for a number of years. And if you've been following uh, this program, you of, uh, if you're a Facebook friend, <clears throat> you'll see some of the things that we've been doing. And so we want to continue to do those things there also. So we're looking 
forward to that. We don't have the menu prepared just yet, but uh, if you like to, uh, the same information is available. If you'd like to reach out to us and come on down and just volunteer your services or your group services or your church services or whatever you may be, other family <coughs> or whoever it may be, excuse me, come on out and be a part of this. We don't need your resources, but we do need your presence. So come on out and be a part of what God is doing. Not what I'm doing, but what God is doing through his people. But this morning we have a uh, show that's going to be brought to you. Uh, when I archive, it's a very uh, good archive. I enjoy it myself, and I always bring back that remembrance. As we go to school and go into college, we always struggle with, is it worth it? We always struggle with classes. We struggle with, are we, uh, on, the, are we on the right path? Did we uh, we struggle with, am I uh, 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 doing the courses that's required for me to graduate? And can I actually pull this out? You know, some people been going. Uh, some people go to school uh, for a number of years, ten years, just for only four-year uh, program because they don't have it. Uh, they didn't manage it right. Uh, things came up. You know, a uh, uh, career change, marriage, kids, whatever it may be. But today, uh, our audit, uh, our speaker is going to share with us how to finish in four. It's Mr. Miguel there, and he had wrote a book on how to finish in, in four. Mr. Miguel is no longer with us. God has called him home. But his, but he left us a, a powerful message, and he left a, a, a some powerful writing on how to finish in four. Please uh, listen to this program and be encouraged about what he has to say, how to finish college in four. So the next voice you'll hear an episode of a previous recorded show of Mr. Miguel and myself. Kick back, enjoy, and be back with you shortly. And, uh, and higher tuition and um, just, I mean, the whole thing has just become a lot more costly to go to college. So uh, nowadays it's just not prudent for students to uh, waste time um, uh, in college longer than they have to be there. So it, it has become uh, almost completely necessary for a student to uh, think about graduating college on time and uh, uh, being able to uh, use their time effectively while they're in school um, in order to uh, get the most out of college while they're in there, but, but again, graduating college on time. So that's what the book is all about. Uh, I originally wrote the book um, in 2010. I was working as a, a student retention uh, uh, coordinator at East Stroudsburg University in Pennsylvania. Um, uh, I uh, have, you know, my, my background is, is I've done student recruitment. I've worked with uh, veterans in, in all, at universities. I've, uh, I've done student retention. Um, so I've worked in a, in a, a lot of different kind of uh, jobs at the university, all trying to help students to graduate college in one way, shape, or form. But at, at the time, I was tasked with uh, sort of helping the students at East Stroudsburg University to graduate, um, you know, on time, to graduate hopefully in four years. Um, our retention rate was was uh, not great, and uh, we, we wanted to do something about it. And so uh, one of my first tasks was to just try to think of some ways to help the students. And I immediately thought, well, let, let me get a book that will help these students to, that they could read, that a that a, that a nice short book that they won't mind reading that we can give to our incoming freshmen 
and we can sort of sort of help them to start thinking about graduating college in four years and so they don't take take it for granted that 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 they're going to do this. So I, I searched and I searched and I searched. I, I went on Amazon and I searched and I went to Barnes and Nobles and and I just kept looking for a book that would be able to give me the information that I needed to uh, transfer to the students. And you know, I couldn't find a book out there. So uh, I, you know, I spoke to my uh, bosses and and the folks there in East Strasburg, and I and I said, you know what, the book's not there, so I'm going to go ahead and write it. And and that's what I did. I, I I spent 2010 writing the book, and uh, uh, and uh, this past May we uh, uh, published it. So it's been uh, it's been exciting, Joe. I'll say that. Yes, it have been. And you know, and as I was thinking about the book, there, you know, uh, as you're doing your research, you notice that the that the needs and the purpose hadn't changed over the years. No, no. You know what? It's it's kind of funny that the retention rates, and when I say retention, I mean, you know, student, it's a it's a you know administrative term, college administrative term, where you know we're saying we're trying to retain students, we're trying to keep students at the university and, and graduate them. But retention rates have not changed uh, in, in 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 the past thirty years or something like that. So exactly, you know, yes. we're, we're 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 not. We've done a really good job of helping students to get to college. I, I'll say that we we have. Um, I, I again, I was, you know, in the forefront of student recruitment. I actually worked with, you know, general population of students as well as minority students, and uh, I've worked in the inner cities and um, uh, with disadvantaged students, helping them to go to college. And you know, in our country, and and uh, our our colleges have really done a good job in opening up the doors to a college education for everyone. Uh, we, uh, I mean, we have. Uh, it, you, there's no argument there. Um, I know at East Strasburg, uh, they made big strides in uh, recruiting minority students and, and uh, helping minority students to come into the university and, and increase those uh, rates of minority students and first-generation college students and, and uh, young ladies. We've done a wonderful job with young ladies uh, going to college now. Be, uh, you know, to be quite frank, women um, are, you know, top men in, in uh, college, you know, going to college. I mean, they're, nowadays it's not uncommon that there will be 60% women in an incoming class and uh, 40% men. I mean, you know, that's, that's not strange. So we've done some really good work um, helping students to get to college. Unfortunately, we haven't spent as much time or effort um, in helping them to graduate. And uh, that's where uh, I think the next step um, is, is uh, I think that's going to be the, the, the forefront of the battle for the next year, uh, years to come is, okay, now we, we, you know, students know they need to get to college. These, these days, it's not like when I was, uh, uh, you know, 20, 30 years ago where you can actually, or even 40, 50 years ago, where you can actually get a job without going to college. Uh, these days, it, it's almost a prerequisite that you, you get a college degree. So yes, it since, is. That's the, yeah, since that's the case, you want to make sure uh, uh, we want to make sure as administrators and, and um, 
and even uh, uh, the students themselves, we want to make sure that they spend their time wisely. So um, again, uh, we wrote Finition 4, and we published Finition 4 because it wasn't out there. There was nothing out there like it. There still isn't anything out there like it. Um, I have, uh, you know, uh, in my research, I've, I've uh, uh, you know, searched and searched in all the different books out there. Most books are either geared towards academics, you know, it's folks that are uh, faculty or administrators, or, you know, they talk about the subject of retention rates. But there, there's no book out there that's actually uh, a, a guide to the actual student. And I'll tell you, working with college students, they're, they're, they're students. They're young people. Um, they, they, don't, they wouldn't want to necessarily read a big old textbook uh, uh, about, you know, how to graduate college in four years. They, they, you know, you want something quick. You want something easy. Um, the book was uh, 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 created to be able to be read on an iPad or, um, or read on your smartphone. It's, uh, it's only 64 pages, and half of those pages are these beautiful pictures that we have. So it, it's a very short, quick read, but it, it packs a big punch, and, and it gets to the gist of, of, of the issue and, and, you know, helping the student uh, number one, I mean, the biggest, uh, the, the longest chapter is chapter one, which is, a stu uh, you know, having a plan to graduate college in four years. And this is one of the things that I, I realize is that most students, uh, you know, they, they, they come in as freshmen um, and, you know, they're all excited and ready for school. And, 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 and you know they're smart already. They're in college, so academically they shouldn't have an issue. Uh, but they don't, they're not necessarily thinking of how can I graduate college in four years. That's not the number one thought that a college student comes in to college. Some do, but most don't. Most are thinking about, you know, their classes. Uh, they're thinking about tuition. Um, they're thinking about partying, which is, you know, <laughs> you know, that's common. They're thinking about girls. They're thinking about boys. But they're not thinking about, you know what, how can I get the most out of my college education um, as well as uh, graduate uh, on time. So this is something that uh, if you're a parent um, or if you're uh, someone that has, uh, that, you know, if you know someone that is going to college, this is a great book to get them uh, right at the beginning of their college journey. So maybe when they graduate high school, uh, maybe when, um, you know, right before, you know, they, 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 uh, get on that bus to go to college in in August. Uh, you know, this is a great book for them to read on the way up to school, or read uh, you know during that first week of school. So it, it'll set their minds to uh, uh, being successful and and what kind of game plan they they need to have. I mean, in every in every aspect of life, if you're going to be successful, you have to have a plan. And, uh, you know, having a plan to graduate college uh, and finishing college on time is, is no different. I mean, if you don't have a plan, then you're probably not going to do it. And uh, so that uh, is, I think, the most important chapter in the book. Um, um, the other chapters are very important as well, but having a plan is just pinnacle to uh, being able to be successful in college. If you, if you don't, college is very 
Um, and this is something else I tell my students and uh, when I get a chance to uh, speak to students and, and talk to them about, uh, you know, being successful in college, I say college is very different than high school. Um, in high school, basically, if you show up and you pass your classes, they're going to guide you through that process, and you're going to be successful. All you have to do is show up and, you know, behave and pass your classes, and, and they have it all plotted out for you. It's, it's, you know, it's fairly easy. But college is not like that. College is you are in the driver's seat. Um, if you don't show up to class, you don't show up to class, and there's not going to be anybody knocking at your door or, or you know, you know, sending necessarily letters home to your parents. Um, you know, you're an adult, and, 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 and to a large degree, your parent is not responsible for you as, you know, as far as the college is concerned. So, therefore, you know, it's all up to you. So you sink or swim based on what you do. And, and if you don't show up to class, if you don't do your work, if you, if you stay up late the previous night and, and decide to skip class in the morning and, and uh, you know, if you, if you just don't do the right thing, you will suffer the consequences. And there won't be anybody, there's no real safety net there to, uh, to help you at most universities. Um, I, I actually know that at several universities, many universities, you don't get to meet your academic advisor until your second or third semester. Um, and many students actually, many freshmen especially, they struggle that very first semester. That's the most pinnacle time that you need to get a hold of your, um, your, your advisor at a university. And there are advisors at most universities, but it's, it, but it's up to you to find them. So it's not like uh, you're going to you know, be uh, necessarily given those tools from the onset uh, when you start school, it's, you know, it's up to you to find it. So with that responsibility comes a whole lot of, of uh, you know, uh, it, it, there's a larger chance of you not being successful if you don't have a plan. So it's very important that you go in there with a very mature attitude and, and, and just understanding that, you know, a lot of this is going to fall on your shoulders. You're going to sink or swim based on, what you do and what you don't do. So, yes, yes, you're so right. And as you was uh, sharing with us here, I was just writing, making some notes here, and you were saying having a plan, and we emphasize that. How frustrating is it for a student as you recruiting and as you talking to them about their plans that they don't have a plan? Well, it, it is. I, I think it's frustrating um, for students. I, I think a lot of times. I don't even think they're Joe. They're aware that they need a plan. <laughs> I, I, like, right. I, I know what you're saying because yeah, you're so right. Yeah, that I don't. I don't even think it's kind of like they've never been in college. If someone is is now going to college for the first time, they're a freshman or even a transfer student. Uh, they they've been successful in high school already, so they've they've navigated that um, that educational system that high school educational system. Uh, but, but really, they're going into a brand-new educational system. And college is optional. It's still not something that you have to go to. So it's, it, the way it, it's set up, it's set up so differently than high school. Um, really, in high school, the only plan you need to have is go to class, 
do your work, you know, don't mess up and, you know, follow the rules. And they're going to guide you through that whole process. So exactly, you're not, exactly. You're not going to have an issue. Um, but college is different. I mean, you're not, you're not going to get the kind of guidance that you had in high school. And uh, there's, a, there's a saying that I, that, uh, there's something I said in the book. It, I say cockiness is next to dumbness. And I say that um, <laughs> in speaking about students who, who go to college thinking because they were successful in high school, that they're automatically going to be successful in college. And that's a cockiness that is based on a success of, of a, a, a prior success, which is, which is good success. I mean, it's great you graduated high school, but, it, it, but it's almost meaningless when you start to think about college. Uh, the, the whole dynamic of college is different. And students should be weary or should be scared when they start college. I think there's a good... Uh, there's there's a, a healthy sense of fear that needs to happen with students and apprehension and, and just realizing, you know what, I'm not in Kansas anymore, to quote the Wizard of Oz. Uh, I'm not, uh, <laughs> this, I'm in a different kind of place. And, you know, and those students that are normally, uh, uh, so if, uh, if a student has that kind of apprehension and that kind of fear and almost kind of like a, whoa, what, what, you know, I need help here, then they're in a good position to to be able to uh, navigate the waters, um, as opposed to a student who thinks, "Oh, this is just like high school. You know, I'm going to be able to whiz by." I I I I was able to, uh, you know, go through high school with little or no studying, and I I got A's, and you know, and that's not going to be the case in college, and 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 uh, that's. Uh, you're going to work a lot harder in college. The, the work is harder. The, the professors are professors and not teachers. Um, so it, it's a whole different atmosphere. And uh, I think uh, the more students know this, the, the, uh, the better it is for them. The, the more students that are prepared for this change and for this, uh, for this uh, cultural change, um, in, in, in uh, you know, uh, with college uh, as opposed to high school, uh, the better it is for them. I know one of the challenges is uh, I'm a first-generation college student, Joel, and what that is is uh, basically neither one of my parents went to college. So um, I have a, a soft spot in my heart for first-generation college students and any any student that that is non-traditional in a sense. Uh, um, you know, hundreds of years ago, uh, you know, universities were for the rich. They were for folks that could afford to pay for college. Um, yes, so they most were. people that went to college, they, they, you know, their families were wealthy. Maybe their, both of their parents went to college. At least one of their parents went to college. So it was kind of, you, you had that kind of help from home, that kind of guidance. I know when I went to college, um, I didn't have that guidance. Uh, you know, God bless my mother. You know, she helped me financially. Um, she uh, supported me the best way that she could, but she didn't go to college herself, and uh, neither did my uh, father. So neither one of them could actually give me uh, practical help, you know, on, you know, what to do, you know, about this professor or what to do, you know, about this particular situation. I mean, they just couldn't help me. And so, therefore, 
I was really on my own when I went to college, when I started college. I was lost. Um, this was, I had no reference point whatsoever. I had never been in the college atmosphere. Um, all I could do was assume that it was uh, <laughs> like high school because that's the only reference that I had. I had high school, and it wasn't. And therefore, I struggled. I struggled in uh, my first year of college was, was, was so difficult. I made so many different mistakes, and I, and, I, uh, you know, and I just didn't have anybody to really help me. I don't, I don't think I met my advisor myself until I was in my third year of, of, of uh, college, and uh, I, I didn't realize how important um, it was until uh, I was a senior, and I was like, you know what, I need to get out of here. Um, I need to be talking to someone about, you know, uh, how I can graduate. And but I just remember the struggle, and I, I put all of that, and I remember all of that, and I put those kind of things in the book because, you know, I know how it feels to be a first generation college student and not have the support from home, and um, it is one of the, you know, most daunting things in the world not to have guidance and uh, not to have a mentor. So it's, it's even more important for first-generation college students, to, um, if you're one of them, to find your advisor right away. Uh, get into a mentoring program. Um, you know, find someone, you know, a family friend or a relative who has graduated college and seek their help, seek their advice. Um, it, it's, uh, it's, it's so important. And um, another, you know, most of the students that are not graduating on time are those first-generation college students that don't have the guidance from home. If your parent has graduated from college, like you know, my daughter, she's in college, and you know, if she if she has an issue with school or financial aid or or, or whatever, I mean, at least she has me, and she has my wife who graduated school. We're able to help her. We're able to guide her in a very practical sense, even if I didn't write this book, even if I didn't work for a university, just the fact that I graduated from college, you know, just just gives me that kind of wisdom um, to say, well, you can do this or, or don't do that. And so it puts my uh, daughter in a very good position to to be able to navigate the landscape where, you know, if, if, yes, it does. if you're someone, yes. yeah, if, if you're someone that doesn't have, um, you know, a college graduate in the family or parent, then, then you know, you're just at a disadvantage. And, and, and then just, uh, the, that's, just, that's just how it is. And uh, then you have to compensate, and you have to find a way to be successful. And if you don't... Yes, you do, you do. Then, yeah, you, you do. I mean, you have to find a way to be successful. You can't use it as an excuse, hey, your parents didn't go to college. Mine didn't go to college. You know, a lot of my friends' parents didn't go to college that I was in school with. Most of my friends, they were all first-generation college students, and they graduated, and we did it. And, you know, some took longer than others, and, you know, but it's, it, you know, it, you have to sort of find a way to be successful. Amen. Mr. McGill, we're going to break right here just for a second. We're going to do a little promo. we got a caller on sure. the line, so hold on, caller, and then we're going to bring you right back. Okay? All righty. Good morning. My name is Gray Bun, and I am 11 years old. You're listening to Free on the Inside, my papa, Diggy Joe Lewis. 
Good morning. Welcome again to our weekly Internet program. This morning we have a great guest on the line, uh, Mr. Miguel. He's an author and a motivational speaker, and he's and the book that we're talking about this morning is Finishing in Four. You know, as uh, college students going uh, preparing to go to college or uh, in college, sometimes they have a difficult navigating the system. They have a difficult time getting out. And Mr. Miguel has wrote a book that's very dirty. It's hard to try to help the students along the way that they should be able to finish the task at hand. I'd like to give you this uh, our call-in number where you two can join in the conversation. That number would be 310-982-4126. Again, that number is 310-982-4126. And uh, please take advantage of that number. Please uh, take advantage of the programming that we offer here on Blog Talk Radio, free on the inside, because it makes a difference. And we're going to bring Mr. Miguel back on here shortly, but we do have a call on the line. I ask you to call it, just be patient because we want uh, Mr. Miguel to uh, be able to go ahead and share everything he has. We're going to bring the call in just a few right before he gets off uh, uh, this here program in case you have a question to ask him. Mr. Miguel. Yes, sir. Yeah, great. Thank you. Thank you. Now, as we get ready to wind down this here program, what you said, you said some things that really resonated was that as a student makes plans, that you know, and when they start changing courses, it's very difficult, you know, to mm-hmm. kind of complete those trips. How much of a challenge it is when students start changing their, uh, uh, you know, start changing their goals? Changing their goals or changing their major? Changing their major, let's put it that way. Okay, so if, if a student, I mean, changing your major doesn't have to be a bad thing. I think it could, you have at least uh, up to, in most universities, you have at least up to your sophomore year, the end of your sophomore year, to make a decision about your, your college major. I mean, it's great you go into college knowing that you want to be an engineer or knowing you want to be a biology major or something like that. That's great. If, if that's the case, then, you know, more power to you. But uh, many students these days do not know what their major is going to be. And many universities have gotten very wise and, and set up programs where they, you can actually go in as an undeclared student and go and take your, uh, your, your, your basic courses, uh, because in college you have to take two years of basic courses in most schools and then two years of, of courses in your major, and so normally you take those two years of, of basic uh, 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 classes first. So it doesn't. What I'm saying is it doesn't have to be an issue uh, as long as at some point before your uh, junior year you decide uh, uh, what your major is going to be. Now that being All said, right. All if, right. if you if you don't decide uh, by your junior year, then you can get into problems and and then. Then, then it could prolong your stay at the university uh, because you'll, you know, you might have taken some classes that are not going to uh, uh, go towards your major and, and, and things like that. So it doesn't need to be an issue, though. Well, great. I tell you what, Mr. Miguel, we're about ready to wrap, wrap up this portion of the show. Hold on, we have a call on the line. If you just may want to just say hello or just find out where they can get your book, and we want you to be able to uh, tell us where to pick up your book at and prior to you leaving this program. All right, great. Good morning, you're on the net. Good morning, caller, you're on the net. 
Okay, that caller there, maybe they just choose just to listen in. And they do have an option. Callers, you do have an option just to listen in on the show or just to join in the conversation. As I, you call in, they'll, I get a little icon on the switchboard to tell me that you want to join in the conversation. If not, I still see your number on there. So uh, just please enjoy Do whatever you uh, see fit to do. But thank you for listening in on the program. Now, Mr. McGill, as we get ready to wind down, we please tell us how to um, – get your, uh, your book and the other information we need in the case we want to contact you, sure. our listening audience. Yeah, sure. The book is available at all major wholesalers, including Amazon, um, and uh, 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 it's on Kindle. So if someone, But if someone wants to get the book, uh, the best way to do it is to go to our website, uh, www.finishin4.net. That's finishin4.net. Dot net and you know you go to our website it'll it'll give you direction to either purchase the book on Kindle or purchase the hard copy of the book um, either way uh, you're able to get uh, uh, that book and uh, it's 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 a very attractive book so if you do purchase it I think you'll be very happy with the way it looks and the way it's laid out we've spent a lot of time and a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> to make sure that the that the book looks good, so uh, I think most people will be very impressed with uh, with the layout of the book and 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 uh, the covers and the pictures and that kind of thing. But again, it's finishing four dot net, and uh, it's also available on Amazon and uh, at all major wholesalers. Well, great. Well, thank you very much. You've been a great guest. Thank you, Joe. It's been great uh, being on your program. I really do enjoy it. Thank you so much. God bless you, and have a great day. You too, sir. Amen. You had just finished listening to Mr. Miguel, an author and motivational speaker, wrote a a book, a how-to book, How to Finish College in Four, and we want to thank him for that. Uh, or for his willingness to be on the show. And we know that that book will make a difference in the life of our young people as they are developing a sense of of awareness and that they developing a desire to be successful in life. And Mr. Miguel have poured out his knowledge and his understanding of the system to share with our young people. So if you have an opportunity, please pick that book up. He told you where you're able to, where you're able to get it. And if you have a problem finding it, please uh uh, give me a call at this number, 310-982-4126, and i give you the information that, that Ms. McGill has shared with me, amen. So we get ready to bring in our next guest here, and we're excited about what's going on here. We have another young man that's working in the ministry, and you know our ministry is geared up towards our young people. And so what we like to do here is just bring in someone that's dealing in the ministry, amen. And so we're going to bring them on, and they're going to come in, and they're going to share what God is doing in their lives, amen. But again, uh, I'd like to say hello to uh, uh, our staff over at Granny's Place, uh, Beverly Beale and Sister LaShondra Lewis, how they're working very hard in the ministry uh, to make a difference in the lives of our young people. And also, I'd like to say hello to our outreach ministry team. Last weekend, we were able to go down to Dallas Life Foundation. And, you know, that's a shelter near downtown Dallas, Texas. And we were able to do our annual lunch, and it was called Feed the Multitude. Oh, man, God bless us. We did our show live from down there. And so everyone was excited about what was going on. And so we were excited about about what God is doing. And we have our next guest that's coming on the line here. We're calling him up right now. 
You may hear the phone ringing here. So please let be, be, be patient. You're going to be excited about this guest here. He's considered to be a good, good friend of mine. Joe? Good morning. You're on the net. Yes, how good you morning. Doing? You're on the net. I'm doing great, Mike. How you doing? Oh, just sitting here waiting for you to call. <laughs> well, thank you, my brother. Thank you. Mike, uh, you know, we're on the net right now, so I want to thank you for being a guest on our weekly Internet program. Our show is geared up towards our young people, and I know that you have a desire and you have a willingness to work with our young people. Yes, sir. Now, now tell us, Mike, introduce yourself and tell us what portion of the ministry that you're involved in to help our young men and women. Well, my name's Mike. I grew up in Garland, Texas. I've lived in Garland all my life. My wife grew up in Garland, lived in Texas all of her life, Garland, Texas. Um, I do the jail ministry. I do the juvenile. I didn't, I kind of was having a hard, I used to do the bus ministry before I did this. So I had a hard time getting around because I had surgery on both my hips, so I'm a hemophiliac, and I couldn't do that anymore. So one of the older guys at church asked me to go do this with him, and I didn't think I'd like it at first. But when I went down there, I just kept going. I, it, it grows on you. you. You come to like the kids. The kids are responsive. You think you're going down there to see a bunch of criminal kids. They're not really that. They're just kids that... A lot of my, I don't know where they're at in their life or what's happening to them, but I do know I can look in their eyes, and most of them aren't people that are like killers or something. You know what I'm trying to say? Right, I understand. Kids. And uh, they're pretty responsive when you talk to them. And that's been, when I was younger, I wound up in a lot of trouble like they do and what they're getting into, and I try to talk to them about where that leads. And I hope that they hear something that, We'll make them think about it. Maybe um, you know, some someday if they don't get it that at that time, you don't know how the warlord works. He may work right then. It may be years before they remember something. I remember things that the people at church told me when I was a kid. A lot of years later, that didn't affect me right then. And I'm hoping that it. What we- With the Lucky Land Plus, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.